The first section of Psalms has been called the Genesis Psalms. They help us to realize that every good thing begins with God. The Psalms provide a roadmap for the journey ahead. In them, we learn to bring every emotion and experience of life into the presence of God. Join Scott Pauley now as we study God's Word together. Do you ever feel like you're just waiting for things to get better? I mean, at some point, surely this is going to change. At some point, things have got to take a turn for the good. We've all been there. We've all had those thoughts in our mind. And when you come to Psalm 34, that is exactly where David is living. He is moving from place to place and person to person, just trying to survive, just trying to to make it and figure out where to go next. In fact, when you come to Psalm 34, David, who has been on the run from King Saul, has gone to Gath. He's gone to Ahimelech, the priest, looking for answers, looking for help. He'll get the sword of Goliath. He'll get a few provisions, but he gets driven away even from there. It's like he can't find a place to light. There's no place to rest. You ever feel that way? Like at some point, you're just hopeful things are going to settle down, but they don't seem to settle down. You would think a man like David would be just totally in despair, that there would be a a tone of despondency. But instead, here's how Psalm 34 begins. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Now, I don't know about you. That doesn't sound like a man to me who's living under the circumstances. That sounds like a man who has his eyes on a God who is greater than his circumstances. Remember, 1 John 4, 4 says, Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Well, I think David was living that principle way back in the Old Testament. David believed that God was greater. And so what is he doing? He's choosing to praise the Lord. He said, His praise shall continually be in my mouth. We know in the New Testament we're told to pray without ceasing, but has it ever dawned on you you're also supposed to praise without ceasing? You see, these two things are inextricably linked. When you pray like you ought to pray, it will lead you to praise. And when you praise like you ought to praise, it will lead you to prayer because both of them usher you into the presence of God. You may not be out of your circumstances, but you can be in God's presence. That's a glorious thought, isn't it? His praise shall continually be in my mouth. That's what the Scripture means when it says rejoice evermore. Or how about this one? In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Praise is a choice and praise is a command. David said, I will. I will bless the Lord. And here's the operative phrase, at all times. It's easy to do it when things are going good, but how about when things are uncertain? How about when you're living not with an exclamation point, but with a question mark? What do you do then? Well, All times means all times. Someone said all means all, and that's all all means. So how do you bless the Lord at all times? Well, I think the rest of Psalm 34 answers that question for us. In fact, the little word all is found woven throughout this psalm. Listen to it in verse 4. I sought the Lord, and He heard me, and delivered me from all my fears. Not some, all. How about verse 6? This poor man cried. And the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. How about verse 17? The righteous cry, and the Lord heareth and delivereth them 
out of all their troubles. Or verse 19, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. Our God is a God of absolutes. He is a God of certainty. He is a God of confidence. He is the God of what? All. <laughs> all means all. That's all all means. In other words, God has made a way that no matter what you're dealing with or who you're dealing with or where you are today, God will be enough. How do you bless the Lord at all times? By recognizing that in all places and in all circumstances, God is there. That the all comes from Him and that God is over all. So consider these thoughts. In verse 4 and 5, we learn that God delivers us from all fears. I love 2 Timothy 1.7. It says, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Boy, that's a verse we need in times like these, isn't it? The Apostle Paul said it this way, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God that passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Did you hear the word again? All understanding. Peter wrote it this way, Casting all your care upon Him, for He careth for you. Are you living in fear today? Don't live in fear. Live looking to the Lord and claim Psalm 34 verse 4 that God will deliver you from all your fears. And then He not only delivers us from all our fears, He delivers us from all our troubles. In verse 6, This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. Notice the singular, the personal. I'm referring to my own life, just like David is referring to himself. He's delivered me. And then you come across the page to verse 17, and notice the plural, the righteous cry. And the Lord heareth and delivereth them out of all their troubles. Oh, this is beautiful. God's going to deliver me individually, and God is going to deliver His people collectively. That's why the Bible says in verse 7 of the same psalm that the angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear Him and delivereth them. That's right. If you fear God, you have nothing else to fear. God is going to deliver you. Now, this word trouble that is used in Psalm 34 literally means a tight place. Uh, we might say it this way, I'm between a rock and a hard place. You ever feel like you're living there between a rock and a hard place? Well, I want you to know that God is right where you are and God is going to bring you through it. And the same pattern that David followed, you and I can follow. We cry to the Lord, God hears us, and then God delivers us. That's exactly how simple and wonderful it is. God's going to deliver you out of all of your troubles. And then when you come to verse 19, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. So God not only delivers us from all our fears and all our troubles, but now all our afflictions. This is literally the worst thing. The word for afflictions here is the word for evil. That's why Jesus said, when you pray, pray this way, that the Lord would deliver us from evil. In other words, to be delivered from the wicked one, from the devil himself, from all he wants to do in our life. Aren't you glad that God is greater than your enemy? That the Lord has already conquered him? That he is more than a conqueror and he makes us more than conquerors through Jesus Christ? Now, friend, God never intended you to live a defeated, deflated life. He intended you to live in victory and joy and power, to be a, an overcomer. I want you to notice, please, that no matter what David was facing, no matter what was looking him in the face, God was over all. That's how David could say, I will bless the Lord at all times. Now notice how the psalm ends. Verse 22, 
the Lord redeemeth the soul of His servants, and none of them that trust in Him shall be desolate. Notice to this point, it's the all, all, all. Now it's none. Do you see the all and the none? Most of the nuns of the Bible are negative. This one is positive. God says, none of those who trust in the Lord will be desolate. The word desolate is the word for perish. Friend, I don't know how all of our circumstances are going to end, but I do know that at the end I'm not going to perish. The worst thing that can happen to you is you're going to die and go straight into the presence of God forever. I heard a man say recently, I love this thought, he said, don't threaten me with heaven. That's a beautiful expression, isn't it? You see, whatever trouble you're dealing with today, it is simply a reminder that you need the Lord. And if you'll begin to praise God right where you are, God will bring you through that. I truly believe that's why David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I want to challenge you today to bless the Lord at all times and see the Lord work in all the situations of your life. Thank you for studying the Psalms with us. It is our sincere hope that you will spend time in God's Word today finding divine direction and real encouragement for the road ahead. Visit scottpauley.org to download your free copy of a ready reference of the Psalms along with other helpful resources for your Christian life. We would love to hear from you and we look forward to having you with us again on the next Enjoying the Journey.